Welcome back to the Invincible Podcast. I'm Adam. And I'm Jess. And 2021 is officially dead and gone, right? It, it, we, we got rid of it. Yeah. Thank goodness. It's gone. It's over. Yep. It took so much from us. Including I don't know what I mean. Betty White, well, I guess. Yeah, what what the heck? <laughs> what, what the heck's up with that? It's uh, it, it's a thing. Yeah. Well, uh it's uh six AM January second where I am, and I think it's like ten PM January first where you are. So uh let's uh let's make a list. Let's make another list. We're not gonna check it twice because the Santa's time is over. I was looking up something I just thought of beforehand, so I apologize if I sound a little distracted because I feel like we were talking we're doing a countdown of the best of 2021. And I was trying to see if thinking of a few of the worst of 2021 that happened. Oh and I mean, so I was just looking up one particular thing. I was scrolling on TikTok and I was reminded of this. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. That's what we call uh, the uh, the table of contents. But yes, this is a best of podcast. We're talking about the best things of 2021 and maybe a few of the terrible things. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. why why be why look at things negatively? Why look why focus on the negative whenever you can yeah. focus on the positive? Yeah. Although, Social media. Although look, looking at my at my list of the positives, I mean, nothing on here is really that great, honestly. Eh, but <laughs> there are a few things that I really enjoyed in twenty twenty one, but there are plenty of things that. I... <laughs> what did you enjoy? Uh so we talked about music wise. I think twenty twenty one was a decent music year. Uh, yeah. I think there was a lot of good music. I mean, I don't know what it makes a good music year versus what doesn't. A lot of times it's just if my favorite bands come out with music. I only have like two or three favorite bands. One, half the band is dead, the Beatles. So they ain't making new music. Uh, and they did this once after John Lennon died, and it did not sound good if you've ever listened to like Free as a Bird. And uh, I don't remember what the other song was. Two, one of my other favorite bands, Jars of Clay, they haven't made new music. Well, they have. They made new music in 2019, technically, but they haven't made new solo non-Christmas music since 2013. Yeah. Uh, everything's been remixes or, uh, or previously unreleased type live, stuff. Live shows and such. Yeah. And my third favorite band is the Avett Brothers, and uh, they haven't made new music since 2020. Well, they actually made the album in 2019 and it came out in 2020. They haven't been making any new music recently. So, but another one of my favorite bands, uh, Shell. We have a lot of favorite bands around here. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, why not? Why not have a bunch of favorite bands? One of one of their musicians in that band goes by the name Teddy Collins as their solo stuff, and she came mm. out with a lot of good music this year, and I'm really impressed. And like that's my artist of the year. Nice. We went over yeah. a lot of. Oh, we didn't do an artist of the year, did we? We did not. For some dumb reason, we forgot to do that last All time. Right. I just thought I about it. I got think of one. Yeah, I, I assume you have one, but that's my artist. She's also my oh. new artist of the year. So boom, boom, we got a new artist and 
the to- the 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 artist of the year for me is the same person. Mm-hmm. Two awards. We should give out awards and like send it to their their PO boxes. We could, and they'd be like, "What is an in pencil?" And I'd be like, <laughs> well, "I already told you what the award should be called, right? Didn't I tell you this last time?" I want them to be called the Prizer Awards, and here's why: because its name means prize or award. Prizer Awards. <laughs> it's so, so dumb. dumb. It's so dumb. It's, it's so funny. Dumb. <laughs> so if you ever get a Prizer Award, P I P R I S O R, P R I S O R. I don't know what I said. That's uh, that's uh, something I may I don't know I may have created someone else may have created it already. Please tell me this is a real thing. I don't. Know. All right, fine. Let's, uh, it's let's not. It's not. Prize or award? No. There's prisoner of war award. What a weird. Different. It's the award you get for being a prisoner of war. No. So we just invented something, so we could do it ourselves. Yeah. The Prizer Awards. We give these out for the best of the year. I've been giving out Prizer Awards. I haven't actually given out any for best uh, online free video since 2015. Hmm. And I, I have all my Prizer Awards. We talked about my 2020 award. And today we're going to talk about my 2021 award. For I want to I want to open up the podcast with with my best my best bad joke of the year just to just to set the tone. Okay, cool. Can yes. we? All right, yes. and you you can do yours afterwards. Okay, this is I don't know how old this is, but it's one that I heard this year or saw this year. I think. Okay, are you ready for this? Yes. Brace yourself. You're you're about to laugh. Your your bum off. Okay, ready? What is Forrest Gump's password? I know this, but I'm going to pretend like I don't. What is it? One Forrest one. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Your turn. <laughs> okay. So of ones I've heard this year, uh, my favorite or last year, my favorite one that I did was yesterday. I, uh, I, I basically stated uh, New Year's Eve is such a stressful time for people because you have to make sure that at midnight, you know what time it is, otherwise you screw it up, right? You you miss the the whole part purpose of New Year's is to is midnight. Yeah. So you always have to be aware of the time and where you are and what you're doing so you don't mess it up. I was like, the problem is, I bet someone's really gonna drop the ball. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Have you ever seen that thing where where you have two people who are saying dad jokes to each other until one laughs? Yeah. We would not do well at this. No. No, I'm easily, easily humored. Yes. 
I, I have another one that's the one that I've heard first this year, but that gets into my favorite TikTok of the year or one of my favorite TikToks of the year. Oh, what's your favorite TikTok of the year? Let's go ahead and do that. So, uh, one that I'm going to give it to, there was, uh, we, I, I don't know how to link to TikToks real well, but I'm going to do the Hank Green TikTok where he said, uh, we might link to it, but he said, you may know that SCUBA is an acronym. It stands for self-contained underwater breathing apparatus. Yes. But he said, did you also know that TUBA is an acronym? It stands for terrible underwater breathing apparatus. It's so dumb. It's so dumb. There's another one about a filing cabinet uh, out in the middle of the place that I really liked. Also, I don't know if you remember the how to get Republicans to get the vaccine was a great one. No, I didn't see that one. Oh, I'll, I'll have to send these to you so you can see these. And we, we, we'll see if we can get these up online. I don't know how you do that. I've got the links to them. Just copy the link and paste it. Just like every other link on the website, on the internet. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? I opened it. Does it work? Does it work? Does it work? I'm sending this to you. Okay. Don't watch it now. It's it's a little long, but it's so funny. So, and maybe we'll get up there, or, or if we don't, maybe we'll just edit all this out. Just Or look up uh, how to get Republicans to get the, the COVID-19 vaccine. And it, it gets into a lot of funny things outside of just the vaccine. So that's my favorite TikTok. Do you have a favorite TikTok of the year? I do. It is uh, Anthony Fantano when he is re- reacting to somebody cutting a pizza into really, really small slices. And he's like, it's enough slices. It's enough slices. It's enough slices. And I'll insert the clip here. Ooh, a fresh pie. Save me a slice. That's good. Okay, that's good. Yeah, that's... All right, that's good. Okay, okay. All right, okay, all right. Okay, that's good. That's good. It's it's enough slices! I thought you were going to do the... It's it's under the sauce. Under the sauce? You do not get on TikTok enough, do you? <laughs> no, I don't. I only, do, I only watch the things that I like, and then, then I don't really watch anything else. Although I do like the... Uh, the there's this TikTok that, that our, our TikToker, is it TikToker? What do they call themselves? Ticker? Maybe TikToker. I don't actually know. TikTok. What do they call? What do they call themselves? You know, we are TikTokers or whatever we are as well. We've had TikToks. Yeah, but we're not, we don't, we're not like serious TikTokers. No, no, no. We, we've got like uh, uh, 437 likes at this moment. Some people get that in the first minute on a single video. So yeah, we're not serious into this we're not serious into anything apparently but what was i gonna say oh the, the, i don't know i just random the, the guy uh the book the book guy that's on tiktok the guy who's got the books you know what i'm talking about right. <laughs> i have no clue what you're talking about okay there's this tiktoker that we follow tiktoker I think, uh, is it like the old books? Yeah. And he's like, he like is telling you all about like how books get warped. And oh, okay. Yes. I know who you're talking about. I was like, I thought we follow like three or four book guys, but I guess we don't. The the one, the one that I'm thinking of, hang on. I'm going to find it real quick. I think it's like, oh, what's the dude's name? Old books. I don't know what, 
what the dude's name is. Old books, old books, old books. Nope. Yep. This is uh, this is the great part of our of our episode where we're just both randomly looking through TikTok to try to find somebody. <laughs> well, where the heck is? Uh, no, you did not follow him this far back, did you? No, yeah. this is early stuff. Where is this? Oh, Patrick Rare Rare Books. That's it, Patrick's Rare Books. Yeah, that dude is like so into the books it's it's amazing yeah hold on i'm trying to find oh shoot i lost him again i was gonna try to find and give y'all his uh okay yeah it's patrick's underscore rare books is the yeah tag (sighs) that was messy (laughs) it's almost like we didn't even prepare for this (laughs) yeah uh, uh well some of this is off the cuff we really probably should edit this this podcast down a little bit. I always edit the podcast most of the time. Sometimes <laughs> they're so good we won't need any editing, but not today, Satan. All right. Not today, Satan. That's right. All right. And I'm trying to be really careful about the background noises that I make because the new microphone that I got is like really sensitive. And I was gonna clap, but then if I clap, it's gonna echo through the mic and that wouldn't sound good. So all right, best video game of the year. Go. Best, uh so my best video game that uh, are we talking about the best video game that came out this year or the best video game we played this year? <laughs> I'm going to say that we played this year because I didn't follow video games much this year. Okay, so I have two games. I'm going to go with the best video game that I've played this year. My favorite game that I played this year was A Hat in Time. I finally beat that game. I've had it since 2017. I actually was one of the people who kicked was joined the Kickstarter back in 2013. Just never had a computer good enough to play it. Played it on the Switch. It's not ideal on the Switch. Play it on a computer if you got a chance because uh, it's it was never it was just thrown onto the Switch after the fact because they were developing it before they even knew the Switch was coming out. Long story short, that was all the way. Hat in Time, great uh, platformer. If you like Super Mario Odyssey, it's very similar. It's just not as uh, Mario. Yeah, it's not <laughs> as big. It's not as you know. It's not the type of platformer that Mario is. It's not as like jump set but it is very clean beautiful jump set and that's what i love in platformers because that's what i play that's the best video game i beat this year best video game that i beat that came out this year oh i saw i saw is it a 2d platform or a 3d platformer it's a 3d platformer okay it shares a lot of similarities with super mario odyssey hats is the main part of it you go from world to world you're in this you're traveling in basically a spacecraft some spoiler stuff i'm not gonna say uh, they're both okay. four-year-old games but anyway you you look at them and you're like they look very similar in how they do open world design and what you're doing in each level uh hat in time is a little more collectors you collect uh, a bunch of different things so the main thing um which are time pieces in a in in Super Mario um, Odyssey, you're basically just collecting coins and t- and uh, moons. That's the only thing. Super Mario games have never been collect-a-thons, which is what we call them. Uh, the thing about it is a hat in time came out two weeks before Super Mario Odyssey. So they oh. have a lot of similarities, and they were made at the same time. It's one of the – I forgot what they call it, where you have two things that come Syn- out at the same time. but Syn- Synchronicity. Are, yeah, they're not. Yeah. Uh, we have it like with Dennis the Myth. There are two different versions of a cartoon called Dennis the Menace or a comic strip called Dennis the Menace that came out at the same time, one in the U.S., which most of our audience will know, the famous Dennis the Menace. Mm. 
that we know about that they made terrible movies about. And then there was one in Britain that wasn't as big. But these two games came at the same time. There's no way that they copied each other. Nintendo is not going to copy a indie studio. And the indie studio had no way of knowing what Nintendo was making because Nintendo didn't even announce it until October of 2016. Did we know anything about Super Mario Odyssey? And even then, we knew very little. Hmm. That was a long way went, a long way of saying things. Uh, that's my favorite platformer that I beat this year. Uh, I probably will do a video sometime about all the games that I beat this year for the first time. But What's my favorite, uh, A Hat in Time. A Hat in Time, okay. Yes. Uh, my favorite game that I, that came out this year that I played this year, Bowser's Fury. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it did come out this year, huh? Hard to believe that came out this year. I also beat Super Mario 3D World for the first time this year. It did not technically come out this year, even though this version of it did, which is a little different right. than the Wii U version. Uh, but Bowser's Fury was a completely new game and such a good game. Uh, it was small. It was perfect. I loved it. It was good. Uh, it was... When it started raining, though, in that game, whew, your heart rate starts going up. But I don't know what I don't know what to say about that mechanic. Yeah, <laughs> man, it's like ah, I gotta do things. Yeah, you're trying to okay. you're trying to hide somewhere because you're, not, you're trying to find a big cat bell. Yeah, yeah, you're like I gotta get the cat bell. I gotta get the the uh, whatever they're called. What are you trying to get, collect in that game? Moons, start shines. You're yeah. collecting shines like Super Mario Sunshine. So those are my games: Bowser's nice. Fury and A Hat in Time. Nice. And I, I went for, way too fast. I had forgotten about Bowser's Fury. So I would say Bowser's Fury is my game of the year. But because I haven't played anything else um, new Same. this year, honestly, it's not for lack of anything else being good. It's for a lack of me getting into the games much this year. Um, yeah. So all but, you Metroid Dread fans, all you Resident Evil Village fans, all you It Takes Two fans, I'm sorry, we didn't play those games. No, I'll probably play them three years from now, whenever everyone else has forgotten about them. <laughs> if ever. Um, Adam's still trying to beat Super Mario Brothers 2. Yeah. Actually, that's not untrue. I was playing Super Mario Brothers 2 a couple weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> it's like one of these days, before it turns 40, I will beat this game. Or before I turn 40, I'll beat it. Um, they're, they're almost identical. <laughs> no, Jurassic World Evolution 2 came out this year. That's the only game I know of that came out this year that, that was actually, it's pretty decent. It's uh, it's a sequel to Jurassic World Evolution 1, and it's a, a dinosaur park builder, uh, but it's got a lot of enhancements and uh, unique things about it. You can have open ranges, you don't, so before in the first one, you, you were building a park, so your goal was to exclude different species from other species so that, you know, they don't eat each other or whatever. And this one, you don't, you don't really have to have fences. You can just let them roam around and eat each other. That's pretty really? awesome. <laughs> I think I saw this game played on Twitch, my, my Twitch streamer of the year. Uh, I would say uh, I was playing it. I We didn't say Twitch streamer of the year, but I'm just throwing in random awards to everybody. Sure, why not? Yeah. So, the Dragon Feeny, uh, I've watched her for years, and she'll yeah. be my Twitch streamer of the year. And I'm pretty sure she was playing that game uh, a few weeks ago or yeah. months ago. Time just goes together. And it was not her normal thing that she plays but it's really cool to see 
Nice. Like sponsored by Snickers. Just a weird sponsorship to say, we're sponsoring you to play this video game. And I don't know why. I saw a YouTube video the other day where the guy was talking about some serious topic and he unironically said, this video is sponsored by Mountain Dew. <laughs> it's like, yeah, what? I mean, I get it. I, 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 we're not making fun of people using sponsorship deals. Just some of them do not make sense. Yeah. It's like, this is a terrible video to do this. Oh, it was a wisecrack video. It was a wisecrack video about um, South Park, about... Um, post COVID and the philosophy of South Park. And he's like, this video is sponsored by Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew is such a weird one. You're like, could it not be Rage Shadow Legends? Come on, be normal. Really? (laughs) You need to be sponsored by Rage Shadow Legends, NordVPN, or Dollar Shave Club. Those are Mm. the three. Yeah. Or BetterHelp now. BetterHelp is getting sponsored a lot now. BetterHelp. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm seeing that one too. Oh. I always just skip this. Honestly, I just I just scroll past it. I don't even. Yeah. It. The Red Shadow Legend ones are so freaking long. Like they spend like two minutes on Red Shadow Legends, and then they get to go into another five minutes video. Like why? Why is this taking up a a third of your video? Like, I bet they just pay so much good money for it. But the problem is, like, it's one of the things that must suck for a YouTuber because you need you have these video ranges like. I make probably my biggest series that I make is uh, investigation of the allegation. Right. Iota is what right. I call it sometimes. It's only like a three to five minute video. If I had to do a minute to two minute ad on it, yeah. it's going to double the video or it's going to be like a third of the video. It's just going to be that. Yeah. Like, can you imagine me doing like a, a minute long video, but then I have to do a two minute long ad? Yeah. But I mean, I get it. Like when you get into these deals, they require, they have certain requirements and expectations. Yeah. And yeah, that's the thing that sucks. But you know, who does, mean, you, you know, who does uh, sponsorship, right? Our sponsor. <laughs> no. Our sponsor. Um, Audible. Audible offers free trials on audiobooks. Something, something, something. I'm not good at ads and shit. Um, our, our, I used to listen to, um, already talked about Hank Green, um, the Vlog Brothers. They have a podcast called Dear Hank and John. And back before they did actual sponsors, they would just make up sponsors all the time for like <laughs> 10, 15 minutes. I mean, it would get edited down. And so uh, now they, they'll just do it and then they'll turn into, but really our show is today is sponsored by generally, I guess, Audible. I don't know. I don't really listen to podcasts that much anymore. Um and I'll, I'll be i'll tell you why I, I listen to very few podcasts sometimes ours sometimes not uh sometimes ones i like it just uh hearing someone talk over and over again and not seeing video and stuff uh raises up my anxiety so a lot of times i really don't listen to pot yeah it's one of the weird things wow I, I was listening to a lot of podcasts and i realized i was being very anxious and i cut out the podcast and i stopped being as anxious and i was like oh yeah. i do I, I do listen to oh i forgot to put my favorite podcast of the year on here but i should do that I, I do have a favorite podcast of the year like there's only like a few i will listen to yeah. uh sometimes i don't like listen to our own because i don't like listening to my own voice uh, and it's tough. I try to get through it, especially with the videos. I do that a lot just to see where I screwed up and how I can fix my, like what I can do next time better. Cause you need like a certain tone and a way you enunciate and say things that's really tough. And 
Of course, Adam, you have a great YouTube voice. I don't know if you realize this. Your YouTube voice is on point. Uh, really? Yeah. I, 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 you just have that cadence that works for YouTube. Like you're, my, my, it's two of my favorite videos I think I've seen are yours that we've done are yours. Uh, obviously, when you just came up with Alphabet. Oh, the alphabet or, theory of blink 182 yeah yeah i thought the way you did that was really good and i huh. still think your best video i've ever seen you do is the uh super charlie brothers really apparently all your good stuff is related to blink 182 as well i mean <laughs> whenever you're passionate enough. about something then yeah that's that's true i mean all my favorite stuff i talk about is zelda all your good stuff is tom DeLong, really right it's not really Blink-182, Jason. It's Tom DeLonge, Jason. More or less, yeah. 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 He is my, uh, my um, well, album of the year. So we'll, we'll just do that. Oh, wait, wait. I forgot my video game. Let's talk about video game real quick. Oh, yeah. Know. We never finished all your stuff. Oops. Okay. So even though I enjoyed a little bit of uh, Jurassic World Evolution this year, uh, Evolution 2, rather, one of the things I've been doing a lot is researching uh city planning i don't know why but like i've just kind of gotten into it so i'm watching like a lot of youtube videos about uh, city that planning explains a lot so, of our recommendations <laughs> so um like there's a few youtube channels i really have enjoyed um one of them is called uh not just bikes which is basically yeah there's not just bikes there's adam something um who else have been watching this year there's been a few of them but i've also been watching a lot of city skylines videos i think i did this last year too but this year i've been watching a lot more city skylines video so city skylines is an amazing video game it's like sim city but like a million times better and it came out in 2015 and uh it's still amazing but um so city skylines and they put out dlc this year so i think it still counts as a video game of the year, more or less. So that's, but yeah. I used to, I just heard a weird notification and I'm trying to figure out what in the world's going on. That was mine, don't worry about that. <laughs> okay. I was like, do I have something that's popping up? And let me see. No. Uh, okay, I was looking through all my tabs, like which one is doing this? Yeah. Uh, what, it, what was it? I forgot, like I used to, play some of those types of games back a long time ago. I played Civilization once. I bought Civilization when I was younger and for the computer. So yeah, I do play computer games every once in a while, not often. And I died very fast or my Civilization died <laughs> and I never played the game again. <laughs> Screw you. I used to like um, Age of Empires back, like back in the day, like 15 years ago. I used to play that quite a bit on the computer. I like those kind of games, like the, it's, it's like strategy based, like planning and building type games. That's why I like Jurassic World Evolution too. It's yeah. kind of the same Is it, kind of thing. No, RTS, real time strategy type things where you have to do it as it's happening or turn based strategy. I don't know what the other one where you it's do some things and then you hit play and then it plays out and then you do some more things and you hit well, play. In both of those games, you can like, you can, pause the gameplay and you can go in oh. and build and then once you built the infrastructure or whatever that you need to build you can hit play and then watch how everybody in in 
Jurassic World, it's the dinosaurs and then Sea Skylines is the people react to the things that you build. So whenever you build subways in, in Sea Skylines, you can see how people how people are using the subways in relation to other forms of mass transit, just as an example. So it's cool. It's yeah. it's uh and it's the YouTubers that I watched it um that uh played that that do these games. So I don't really play them a lot myself. I do a little bit, but not much. I mainly just um, passively watch YouTube people play them. So um, yeah. Biffa and there's a, a dude in Wisconsin. His name, his screen name is City Planner Plays. So he's a city planner in Wisconsin that plays city skylines to teach people city planning. It's really cool, but. <laughs> Like, wow, this is why you don't make your, uh, <laughs> your hobbies, your job. This is why video games will never be my job. Uh, I like them too much. I don't want to yeah. be like, here, let me teach you how to play video. No, I teach my daughter how to play video games. I ain't teaching you how to play. Video well, he's games. teaching, he's teaching city planning, but. Oh, so it's actually not, it's, it's literally is his job. It's not like yeah. he, this is a side project. Okay. Right. Well, that's a little different. Yeah. It's cool. Uh, <laughs> You want to go with music of the year that we've already talked about a little bit and we'll talk about that more? Uh, yeah, so song of the year I always said was that funny feeling by Bo Burnham. Uh, I don't have an album of the year. I just don't. I didn't listen to many albums this year. I mean, I'm not going to say Bo Burnham inside because I don't really consider that an album. It is, you can get it as an album, It's the but it was more of a a live show. Well, it wasn't a live show. It was a show. And then you can dance down the album and it just doesn't work as good as the show was. Mm. So to say, uh, I didn't really listen to any new albums. Uh, I listened to some of the luminaires new album, but not enough to say like it's good or not. So okay. I don't have an album of the year, but I, there's my song of the year. Okay. And I already said Mars the year and all that. Okay. My song of the year is happy endings by Mike Shinoda. I already talked about that on the last episode. New artist of the year. So I have a new artist and I have a normal artist. My new artist of the year is Upsall, which we talked about before. Um, that we have. We talked about it on the other on the last episode. We talked about I said that we have. Oh, so you're affirming, not questioning. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I said that we have. Yes. My artist of the year is Mark Hoppus because he beat cancer. So. No, that that's. I mean, yeah. Um, that's good for all art. Uh, album of the Year, Life Forms by Angels and Airwaves. And Movie of the Year, I have none, uh, unfortunately. Oh. Yeah. I was going to say uh, my anti-artist of the year. I forgot about that. There's an anti-artist. Yes. Uh, I, I'm going to go with them because I have not heard. Oh, yes, yes, yes. So I'm going to go with them because it looks like this is still going on. And that is... The artist formerly known as Lady Antebellum. Oh, they're just Lady A now, right? Yes, except, okay, so do you know the story about the controversy about them taking that name? No. Okay, so the national protest after the George Floyd uh, murder, I guess we could say murder now officially because it was charged as murder. Yeah. Uh, technically, you can't say that. You have to say alleged and all this you know how they say like alleged killer and all that stuff that's so they can't get sued for like libel or slander depending right. on the situation right so i guess we don't have to worry about that now uh okay. but 
after that event, they were like, oh, antebellum, you know, like antebellum South, you know, before the Civil War. And we're, we don't want to promote that. So we're going to change our name to Lady A. Well, fun fact. There was a black female singer who already had the name Lady A. She just hadn't trademarked the name. So they trademarked the name. They took her name, trademarked it. And then when they couldn't reach a deal, they sued her for using the name that she'd been using for like 30 years. So they're claiming moral superiority by... Because they trademarked it, even though they, they, she'd only been using it, for, even though they had only been using it for like a few months. Yeah, but but they're claiming moral superiority by, by changing their name from this pre-Civil War Southern term. And then they're suing the person who had been using the name before. Yeah, yes. So they don't want to seem racist, so they change off the name Antebellum. But then they sue a black woman who's right. took who ha, who's been using the name they want, right? Because she won't give it to them. I, and apparently, there's still issues that happen. I don't I haven't heard anything. I don't. I can't find anything else about the about what has happened. In t- last thing I see was September twentieth, fifteen twenty twenty. But apparently, uh, Spotify blocked another artist because she credited the other woman. The woman as Lady A, and they blocked it for a few days or something. So there's been some issues that they're still stealing this name. They've stolen a name from a black woman so they don't yeah. look racist with the name Antebellum. They are my anti-artist of the decade. They just win it. You cannot nice. be that worse. And that's saying something because Eric Clapton is still out there, and so is yeah. Ted Nugent and Kid that. Rock. Yeah. That's when true. you have Ted Nugent, Kid Rock, and Eric Clapton still doing their stuff, this is the actual definition of performative uh, anti-racism. And nobody's talking about it anymore. It was talked about for, it kind of made a buzz when it first happened, and then it was just forgotten about. Well, we're talking but about it yeah. right here on the In Pencil Podcast. Yeah, this is so. exclusive something here. So I refuse to call them Lady A. She is Lady A. They are the artists formerly known as they're the, I guess you could say it right now. It has to be racism. The racist artist formerly known as Lady Antebellum. Like, I cannot say that there is not racism involved in this, that right. they expected a black woman just, I don't know how much money they offered her, but it doesn't matter. She didn't, that's her name. Yeah, her. I thought that like once you, I didn't think you had to actually like patent your name. I thought that like, I'm not sure how copyright laws work with like intellectual property or whatever, but I thought that if you are using a name, in a public way, then that name is like basically like by default copyrighted. Just how like if you email a piece of media to or if you mail a piece of media to yourself that's trade that's postmarked, then that postmark counts as copyright more or less, yeah. right? Uh I think what they are saying is that they had the name trademarked for a long time, even though they were never using it. So they just like secretly trademarked it without letting her know or something, even though she has seniority over it. It goes to court, but guess what? She's a local musician and they're an international, very well-off band. So they have better lawyers. So who's going to win that? I will never cease to be disappointed in this planet. Never. The person who has the trade, the person who's used it or the person who has money. If there's something you know about, you know. If there's something you know about uh, America, excuse me, if there's something you should know about the world, yeah. uh, the person who has more money wins. The only reason that the underdog wins is usually because enough 
fuss is made that people who do have power get involved or the person who had the more money is starting to look really bad. Yeah. So yes, just remember, I saw them show up on TikTok earlier on my TikTok and I blocked, well, I don't remember if I actually blocked them, but I meant to block them because uh, I don't want to see their crap anymore. They don't deserve yeah. my views. I don't even listen to them anyway, so. Yeah, I've heard like one song of theirs. All right, TV show of the year. Oh yeah, so uh, I didn't say my movie of the year. The only movie I really, the movie I saw this year, I guess, was uh, Black Widow. I really liked it. I did not see any other movies. I was going to go see uh, Spider Man, but guess what? Uh, Omicron came oh, around, yeah. and we decided uh, let's hold off on that. Isn't it still available on streaming though? I think no, it's I not. Know. I don't watch movies, uh, so. So uh, we'll see Spider-Man eventually, uh, but right now it's Black Widow because that's the biggest one I've seen that I liked. Uh, though I did see uh, Space Jam, A New Legacy. Did you? That How was, was that? Year. Yeah, it was this it, year. I mean, it was as good as the previous Space Jam, except for two small things. One, it is Hook. It is the, it is the movie Hook, just with LeBron James. Uh, Wait, what? Yeah, it's basically the same. I don't remember the movie Hook at all. Oh my goodness, Adam. Do you know? Okay. I, I saw it when I was like eight or some shit. I don't know. So in both movies, there is the bad guy. Okay. Uh, who takes the son of the good guy, Peter Pan, in the movie Hook, played by Robin Williams, yeah. and LeBron James in the movie Space Jam, played by LeBron James, takes their son and converts them to their side to be one of them, be a pirate or be a against the Toon Squad, playing against the Toon Squad in Space Jam. And the father has to turn from this curmudgeon-type character into a likable character in order to get the son to come back around and join their side to help defeat the bad guys. I see. And the father has to prove his worth to his son. It's the same story. It's It works, except it makes LeBron James look like a bad guy. It looks like the bad guy. He's such a jerk in this. And it's like the antithesis of how he is in real life. Hmm. So they wrote this LeBron James character. And LeBron James has like this social media presence that people know that is the exact opposite. Like if Michael Jordan played this version of this, it makes more sense. Because Michael Jordan, now that we know a lot about him, doesn't seem like the nicest guy. Right. Hmm. Like, I mean, we know he's not a nice guy. LeBron James does not, I mean, people don't like LeBron James. I don't know why people don't like LeBron James, but they're always like, he's not the greatest of all time. It's like, what, what, what is this? Hmm. He has a few rings, so it's more than Carl Malone. It's more than Charles Barkley. It's more than, uh, it's basketball. Hmm. I'm trying to think who else doesn't have any rings. Allen Iverson, I don't think has any rings. If only he practiced. That's a reference to from 2006. I, I actually don't know. understand. Practice? We're talking about practice. We're talking about basketball. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Space Jam, a new legacy. Not a bad movie. Not as bad as everyone makes it out to be. The original Space Jam is just as terrible. It's just the nostalgia goggles that we have on that say Michael Jordan is better than LeBron James. Lee. Now they're both bad actors. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. The only problem is this one did not have Bill Murray to steal the show like the original Space Jam did. Oh, yeah. Bill Murray was in the original, wasn't he? I forgot about yeah. that. Yeah. You need Bill Murray and Muggsy Bones. 
If you have those two people, you can save any movie. Well, I haven't seen the new Ghostbusters thing either. The Oh, I haven't either. I, that's kind of on my list, but then I kind of don't really want to watch it because it might be terrible and it might be good. I don't know. I mean, all the Ghostbusters are terrible. But I feel like all the the like the modern remakes of things from my childhood always turn out to be like really disappointing or super cheesy like the power rangers remake or, I haven't seen that. yeah i just feel like they're just not the, the thing the thing is and this is what my sister and adam may know this he probably does viewer at home you do not know this but now you are going to do that know this well, and i don't know why you're viewing a podcast <laughs> <laughs> it's very strange uh, but anyway, my sister is like one of the biggest Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle fans of all time. She's older than I am. Uh, so she's been into Turtles since we were kids and she got me into Turtles, I think. Right. Uh, so we're both big into Turtles. She took a lot. We both like had turtle toys and she took them and she kept going with it. She loves the Turtles and she's watched every iteration of the Turtles. And she did bring up something to me. It's like, Every version of the Turtles ruins the fa- franchise. Right. Because yeah. it's not made for us. It's made for a new generation. And I thought about that. Like everything they make is not made for you when you're a kid. It's made for your kid's kid. And or in the case of some of the, yeah, Adam just gave this look like I am not a grandpa. I'm not even a dad. Ever. Yeah. Yeah. But like it's made for our kids. And so uh, the what we're seeing it was made for us when we were kids and it was terrible. Like the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I love TMNT three. Oh yeah. But it's a terrible movie, but no. Yeah. And the original Power Rangers is absolute garbage too. Like oh, yeah. when you look at it now, it's like, what the fuck was I thinking? <laughs> I, I so badly want to go back and watch like full house or whatever. And I loved full house as a kid. I watched it all the time. Full house is trash, and I know it is. It is, but the Fuller house is also trash. The the remake they yeah. did, yeah. I watched Fuller house for like a season. It was good, and then it just kept. It felt like all it was doing is like, hey, remember how we used to be? You got how it, things dude. Used to be, yeah. They just like <laughs> they didn't make their own show. They didn't make a sequel series. Yeah. They just made uh, they just made references to themselves over and over again, and that was literally the entire plot. And it yeah. was so terrible. It's like you do that like once or twice a season. You do not make the entire season out of this. Yeah. Also, they didn't understand baseball. The home team does not play defense at the bottom of the inning. And they had a baseball episode where the home team was playing deep. This San Francisco, or I guess it was the Giants. They're playing defense in the bottom half of the home game. And I was like, you don't understand baseball if you think that's how that works. Home team plays offense at the bottom on the bottom of the inning, not the top. Right. Yeah, and it was really annoying because it did not take much to not make that mistake, and they still made that mistake. And those things get to me. Yeah, I see that a lot. You Especially have TV, like everything nowadays. Is so everything is so lazy. The way things are written, it's like very obvious what the point of the thing is. Um, and I mean, I get it, like, historically, like, I don't, I don't expect the Andy Griffith show to know all the things that it was supposed to know because they didn't have Google. But y'all have Google. Yeah. Use Google. Go, hey, yeah. uh, whatever Google's person is. I don't know who Google's person is. It's, it's not it's, Alexa and it's not it's, Siri. It's Google. It's Google. Oh, it's just, hey, Google? Yeah, that's it. 
Well, why aren't you full of yourselves? (laughs) You're like not even going to create a name for your fake. (laughs) Well, so Google branding has always been about like getting people to stop calling, searching the internet, Googling. It's about recognizing Google as a company with uh, multiple facets and multiple branches and services. And so that's why they created the parent company alphabet. Yeah, because they want you to recognize that <laughs> the Google search engine itself is only one of many products they develop. Um, yes, yes but, there's Google, there's YouTube, there's and, uh, there's Backrub, there's... <laughs> I don't know what those things are, but... You, you, Actually, Backrub's Amazon, isn't it? I don't know what that is. Never mind. <laughs> Do you know how I know that? How I know that you work at D- Google. You are I, the Google. Because I Googled it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So to me, a Google will always be a one with 100 zeros behind it. Actually, it's a one with 99 zeros behind it, isn't it? No. What? What are you talking about? It's a one with 100. I forgot what a Google is. I think it's a one with 100 zeros behind it. A Google. G-O-O-G-O-L. A Google. It's a number. It's an extremely large number. Okay. It's a number so large that we, uh, that if you ever, if we had that many atoms in, uh, in the universe, we would have exact duplicates of ourselves. That, so that's a real thing. That's a number. Yeah, of- that's, there's only so many ways you can arrange atoms that if you get up to that number, I think it's a Google. It's either a Google or a Googleplex, but I'm pretty sure it's a Google. But if you get up to that number, because there's only so many ways atoms can rearrange themselves uh, or molecules, I could be wrong on that exact, but whatever, we would have duplicates of humans. Everything um, would start duplicating itself because they could not have that many more arrangements. That sounds terrifying. Yeah. We don't think we have that many in the universe right now, so. Well, but maybe so that's how the multiverse works. So, so Google, the, the, the word Google that you're saying, G-O-O-G-O-L, is a like a, a large number. like a Extremely large number. Infinitely large number, more or less. Uh, no, it's not infinitely large. Okay, but it's big. <laughs> it's huge. It's not infinite. Okay. Infin- infinity is a different thing. Infinite, infinite, uh, infinity is beyond. Yeah, it's numbers. never ending. Like our rambling is never ending. <laughs> yep. We're going on. Believe it or not, we started this on January 1st slash January 2nd. It is now January 6th slash January 7th, <laughs> uh, which is weird because this podcast will probably come out before then. That's why we went and invented a time machine. Yeah. I'm interjecting to point out this podcast did not come out before then. It came out on the 7th. Uh, TV show of the year. Uh, what, my TV show of the year is going to be WandaVision. WandaVision, which is WandaVision. Uh, it is a MCU, Marvel Cinematic Universe okay. television show with Wanda Maximoff slash Scarlet Witch. She finally gets the name in the show. Uh, there's a lot of like lawyery stuff and property and copyright reasons why she did ever have the name Scarlet Witch before this. Yeah. Um, and uh, what's his name? Vision slash... Uh, his name is just Vision. Um, so Paul Bettany and Elizabeth Olsen. There's your uh, Full House link. See, mm-hmm. from Full House with the Olsen twins to their younger sister, mm. who 
Remember when the Olsen twins are like the most famous people of all time back in the 90s? No. Like they were huge. <laughs> they were doing everything. They were super famous. I refuse to acknowledge that. And it's wild to believe that now their younger sister is so much more famous than them. They have a younger sister? Elizabeth Olsen. Yeah. The Scarlet Witch. Cool. Never mind. It's like you weren't even listening to the thing I just said. No, you're talking about the Marvel Comic Universe and MCU. Marvel Cinematic. Yeah, so WandaVision is such a great thing because it it goes through like nine episodes or eight episodes, I think. (laughs) And each episode up to like the last two takes place where the episode is framed in a different decade of television. Like it starts in the 50s and it's all black and white and they're doing like 50s comedy and then it goes to the 60s and then the 70s like... And then it's like sitcom 80s. And then it goes into like Modern Family. It actually has a Modern Family parody episode. Really? Uh, and a Dick Van Dyke parody episode. And a Family Ties parody episode and stuff like that. Nice. So it's really cool. They did not do a Full House parody episode, which is so sad. Everybody wanted yeah. them to do a Full House parody episode. Or just have Elizabeth Olsen say, you got it, dude. She did not. It was a maybe that'd be just like a little too on the on the on the yeah, that might have been a little too much. And also she may not want to do that. I mean, it's not like she's like in their shadow anymore. Nobody remembers them that well. Like, seriously, the thing that people remember Mary Kate Olsen for is because she may have helped Heath Ledger die. (laughs) What? She might have been given she might have hooked him up with the drugs that he ended up overdosing on. What the what are we talking about? I feel like you you did not know this. Mary I'm Kate oblivious Olsen to everything he, that's going on in society right now. I have no idea. Like, this was like years ago. This is not oh. society right now. This is like 15 years ago. Okay, yeah, Mary I've Kate Olsen and Heath Ledger were like best buds. They weren't dating, I don't think, because uh, Heath Ledger was with Michelle Williams. Do I have to be your gossip, col- gossip columnist too? Because I'm really terrible at this. I have never cared about celebrity anything. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, outside of Tom DeLong. Yeah, but there's a deeper it's weird. spiritual thing going on with 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 Blink One Eighty Two and Tom DeLong. It's like a, it's like, you know, what they're doing. It's they're saving the universe, man. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> aliens exist. You know, they're breaking out. They're they're changing the world. So I haven't seen it, but there is a Kurzak. Ah, I can never pronounce the their um, YouTube, but they had. Should we search for aliens? Yes. Just the yes. idea of like, is this going to end well for us, or are we going to have problems if we find aliens? Because we're not going to find. What's I the mean, worst we, they can do? Destroy our species? Oh, God forbid. We're not doing so well anyway, are we? Hey, maybe that's why they haven't destroyed our species yet. God forbid. Forbade. God's like, no, 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 you leave them alone. Um, maybe. It's an experiment. It's like when you leave your Sims running for a while, you put them all in the pool and take the, the ladder out and see how things go. Yeah. Uh, it's exactly put it. a, I mean, you put them in a, we, we, I think Earth is like putting all your Sims in a house and then getting rid of the bathroom and locking the doors. But here's the thing we still have our bathroom, we still have our ladder, we still have our ways out. We just don't use them. We're the dumb ones. The Sims, when you, when you, when you, when you, when you pull your, your ladder from the pool and the Sims can't get out, 
You've trapped them. We're not trapped. We just trap ourselves. So Apple TV Plus has been doing the uh, Emily Dixon TV show. I have not even heard of this show. It's, um... I mean, you hadn't heard of WandaVision, so I guess that's yeah. not shocking. <laughs> well, if you get Apple TV Plus, it'll be shoved down your throat. So I was like, all right, fine. I like Emily Dixon. I'll watch it. It's pretty good. Um, it's Haley Steinfeld. Do you know Haley Steinfeld? Do you know who that is? Yeah, she plays, she plays Kate Bishop on uh, uh, in the MCU. Oh, I don't know who that is, but... <laughs> Yeah, no, no, it's hey, so funny. She, right, hold on. She was on, uh, like, the first time I saw her was on the movie True Grit, the remake with Matt Damon and Jeff Bridges. But uh, what are you <laughs> looking up? I'm just making sure. Yeah, that's her. Uh, she plays in the MCU as Kate Bishop. Okay, well, like, Ernest. everyone plays in the MCU. Like, even Ben Affleck plays in the MCU. He actually doesn't. He's not yeah. in the MCU. Well, he's in one of the superhero things. Whatever. Yeah, he, he, he. Okay, so Ben Affleck was he's the Batman, which is DC. Oh, uh, okay. But he also did play as Daredevil, but that's a different thing. He it's not in the MCU. Charlie Cox is the MCU Daredevil. Oh, okay. That all makes sense now. I totally get it. Anyway, yeah, yeah. See, it's comics. Come on, just act like you know. So Dickinson. All right, we're yeah, let's about... get back to uh, this. So it's like a, a a modern retelling of the of the Dickinson story. It's set in Emily Dickinson's time, but they use like modern things, like modern language. Like I think there's this one dude who said, anyway, they're using like modern uh, like slang and such. But it like it's like intertwined. They'll use like the 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 eighties the the eighteen hundred style. English in some things, and then they'll throw in like regular words so that people actually understand what is going on still and keeps their attention. And then you use so, like modern pop music to like spice it up a little bit, but it's a pretty good show. Um, from what I've read about Emily Dickinson, it's pretty accurate to her life. Um, aside from like listening to like K Flay and Lumineers in the background. Um, but <laughs> I was kind of hoping you were going to say she like writes her poetry on an iPad, but I guess not. <laughs> no, she still has a uh, pencil and paper. Uh, question: Her yeah. accent. What's her accent in that? Is it an American accent? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, okay. I, I didn't know if they like would give her a uh, like a British accent. Just no. cause sometimes they like if it's old, everyone gets a British accent. No. Which is not even accurate to how, what the British accent would have sounded like back then. But that's long other story for a long other day. But it goes a lot into like the psychology behind uh, her poetry, and yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty good. It's a good show. The other show I'm watching is uh, the Lost Symbol, which is oh yes, I remember you talking about that. Yeah, it's kind of a. Um, I guess like a sequel more or less to like the Da Vinci Code, Angels and Demons. And it goes into a lot of Masonic symbology while trying to solve a mystery and find a missing person. And uh, yeah, those are the two shows that I've been watching this year. That's it. So. Uh, you said Dickinson with like old version with uh 
modern music makes me think of a knight's tale uh, a knight's tale i don't know what that is it's starring uh it's it's loosely based off the chaucer's analysis tale and by loosely based they have the same name hmm. not at all the same story uh but it, it follows around um what's his name ben affleck Heath ledger oh <laughs> yeah Heath ledger is the main character and uh chaucer is in it uh, he's played by uh paul bettany okay uh this everything circles around paul bettany of course plays vision in the mcu of course uh, who didn't course. know that <laughs> I mean, I said it earlier. So if you're taking a quiz at home, uh, so yeah, and they they the opening thing is they're doing it's like uh, doing. Um, Do you see how much Disney wraps into our lives here? Like it is um, unbelievable amounts <laughs> of Disney. I mean, Disney owns everything now. So yeah. you just talked about. Uh, wait, does Disney own South Park at this point? No, no, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> Who owns South Park? Still Viacom, Comedy Central. Yeah. Okay. So just give it time. Like Disney owns The Simpsons and Futurama and Family Guy, and that's just weird. That is weird. And what's really weird is that they use The Simpsons to remote Disney, but I don't see Peter Griffin out here supporting. <laughs> like... Well, yeah. <laughs> Understandable. Brian Griffin, like, Can you smoking imagine? a cigarette, like, hey, kids, want to watch Disney? I can't do Brian Griffin voice. Or Meg, Meg. You know like, the, you know the classic, um, Peter and Chicken Guy fights that always happen. Yeah, I would like to see that with uh, Peter and Mickey Mouse. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! That's how I, I'm going to envision that Disney and Fox actually merge. Yeah, is that Fox? Disney's like here is Mickey Mouse, and Fox like I got this. Yeah. Here's Peter Griffin. There's no way he can lose this. <laughs> and then, like, we're like, this is going to be at least an epic battle. And then Mickey Mouse takes off his ears and just like impels Peter Griffin and is like, I own you now. <laughs> okay. But I did watch, uh, um, I tried to watch, tried very hard to watch an episode of The Simpsons from season 33, I think. And this one where Marge is like a stage director. Um, and she's like outcast by her. Um, her cast members because she's not actually in like the play or whatever and it is atrocious like i literally can't sit through it i was like all right you gotta go i'm done i mean how many more plots can they have i don't know it's, it's the whole the simpsons was... did it first the simpsons did it first to themselves yeah oh it was so bad i was I mean... like all right this is enough a, a lot of their original writers, uh, people who made like great stuff yeah. or their producers or showrunners are gone or several of them are dead now, uh, yeah. unfortunately. Uh, like, I mean, Marge versus the Monorail is a classic. Uh, oh, there are a lot of classics. The one where yeah. um, Homer, and, Homer and Arch Enemy or whatever it's called. Um, yeah. Well, I was thinking like Marge versus the Monorail was written by Conan O'Brien. Uh, he's kind of moved yeah. on to other things. Like, I don't know if they have any original people anymore yeah but and so these are just fans of the show now writing for the show and they can't write the same show again but yeah it's just it's it's a different time uh it really ended uh after i always count the the canonical simpsons as the first eight seasons yeah that's what i've heard most people do so i would say, say at least some, give them like season 20 maybe but well 
they they stop it at season nine, episode two, and that's where uh, the the Seymour uh, uh, Skinner, uh, he, where he turns out he's not the real Skinner. Oh yeah, yeah. And it was so bad that Matt Groening was like, "I don't even want to be a producer on this. Don't take me off this episode. I hate the way this is written, it, because it just right. destroys this character." Right. Uh, and it's just really a terrible character or writing. So some people say like, when that happens, it's a new show. Yeah. From that point on, it's in it's different, and it, it was good on and off at least through the twenties. I like I watched it on and off into the twenties. They did a Lego uh, episode oh, yeah. that was really good, and was written concurrently with the Lego movie, and had the exact same plot as the Lego movie. Accidentally, uh, one of those. Oops. I never saw the Lego know. movie. I did see the episode of The Simpsons that had Legos. So, so you kind of get the idea of what's going on in a Lego movie. Yeah. Uh. Where are we now? All right, best YouTube video. Ah, best... yes, I do have this. Yeah. Wait, I, I I closed it off. Hold on. All right, I'll give you mine. Yeah. Dubai is a parody of the 21st century by Adam something. And it basically talks about everything that I've discussed about Dubai and uh, most modern non-US cities. And then best YouTube account of the year, I have many a true nerd, which just finished. He just finished his uh, his uh, permadeath. You only live once. Run of Fallout Four, which took him over a year to complete. Hmm. So playing Fallout Four, one health bar, the entire main game. All of the DLCs a year. So there you go. YouTube video so that, of the year and YouTube account of the year. That is wild. Uh, I give it up for the people who try to do the permadeath no hit stuff. I would never try it, but go you. My favorite video of the year is uh, called The Girl Games of Lost Media Part One. It's a documentary, it's an hour and 17 minutes by. Uh, from the YouTube channel, Bob Dunga, uh, real, her real name, the name she talks about, her real name is Raven Simone. So she is not that Raven Simone, but mm -hmm. she, and I, I, uh, so confusion there. I really like her stuff. This is amazing because what she's doing, she's going out to find the Mean Girls DS game uh, because it's lost media. Like I, I'm really into lost media. And so she's like, yeah. I remember hearing about this, but it never got released. And so it's like an hour documentary of her going through trying to find this video game and end up finding a different video game that was lost as well. Wow. Uh, and then there is a part two. So I won't tell you all the details, but yeah, it's really cool. Like of like her journey of trying to find the these lost games and like contacting developers going like on to i guess i think she went on to uh linkedin to try to find the people and contact oh, yeah. them and like send out all this stuff like does anybody still have the rom for these games that were canceled because they were yeah. made they were finished they had screenshots then they were canceled yeah and so yeah. i find that uh lost media is such an interesting really cool thing and this yeah. was just like not the famous things that people care about. Nobody cares about Mean Girls, the DS game. Like nobody's yeah. really going for that. It's just kind of got a footnote, but now it's not lost anymore. Right. 
because she really went after it and she found it and now it's not lost media. That is cool. Yeah. Uh, and then my favorite YouTube channel besides hers, but yeah. I, I don't like doing a double up on this. Yeah. Cause yeah. I like to spread out that go. You know, if you like, like that type of documentaries, that's what she did this past year. That's what she's doing next year. If you like finding lost media, she's really getting into that. And it's really some really cool stuff. Uh, but I love speed running. So uh, mm. summoning salt, summoning salt is a uh, video game speed running history site. And what, what the person does is just talks about all the world records and the history of making these world records and speed runs. Like this past year, Mario Kart about finding ultra shortcuts, uh, the human limit. What is the fastest you can do in Super Mario Brothers on certain on every level? What's the fastest you can go in each level in Super Mario, the original Super Mario Brothers? Uh, the history of the 16 star uh, run in Super Mario 64. And then the history of Wii Sports World Records was the most hmm. recent one. And these are some really good uh, videos that basically talk about like this person got it back in 2008 and then this person, this person, or yeah. like, speed running began because of Quake, um, which was a video game. That's really what kicked off speed running in like the late nineties, early two thousands. And then it got big and like super Mario brothers, super Mario 64. Those are like the classic speed running games. Yeah. And this gets into like all the records and it almost is, it's a journey as you're like cheering on, like, will this person get the record? And, and sometimes it's like, they got the record and sometimes like they never got the record and hmm. they never got close again. Hmm. I've, seen some, hear, I've seen some speedrunning videos where they're talking about like people who have like cheated in records, especially in like Mario and uh, yeah. well, mainly Mario, honestly. But yeah. The thing about it now is they can tell pretty well. Yeah. Like whenever uh, they splice it, screenshots together and yeah. They know like every frame, like in the original Super Mario Brothers, there are like three or four people who go back and forth and they're getting close to the fast. They're like within a second or two of the fastest any human could possibly beat yeah. the game. So and they Co know this. Cosmic D12 is one of them. He's one of the guys that I've, I've watched a few times. Oh, yeah. Do uh, speedrunning. He's pretty spectacular yeah cosmic i don't think uh, holds the super mario record right now he held know. it for they a change, long it, time they change it like every week like um, yeah who let's see who holds we're talking about the original super mario brothers and if you've yeah. ever watched cosmic if you ever get a chance he's got twitch he's got youtube just watch him he is amazing uh yeah to watch sometimes or any of them like uh i don't know uh, yeah um oh there it was uh current record holder i don't know this person's name just gonna be honest uh nifsky <laughs> i don't know his name but he has the record he just said he said his new record a month ago 454 four minutes 54 seconds and some change on the milliseconds and cosmic's now an eighth to show you how far and he's an eighth less than a second back he was wow. the world record holder like a year ago yeah uh and he's back in eight and who else who was the f there was another famous one darbian darbian who held the world record so many times is now 24th 
it's just, there's a lot of people out there that are just so good at this and people are getting so much better at all the little moves you have to make. Yeah. Um, and people get mad because there are glitches in it because, well, they, they, they want to see how fast you can actually go and they just do glitches. And I will say this, if you don't like the glitches run, trust me, they will destroy you in the non-glitches run yeah. too because they yeah. know this game by heart. Yeah, they look frame by frame every single... Yeah, yeah it's amazing. All right, uh, what else? That's uh, So I did TikTok already, bad joke. Podcast, podcast of the year. Do you have a podcast of the year? Yes, so my podcast of the year will go to... In man, Pencil. I'm all over the Green Brothers. Oh, well. I really like... They're what got me into... Uh, uh, get, they got me into uh, YouTube again. Um, the Green Brothers, John Hank and John Green. Yeah. Um, so my favorite podcast of the year, and it, this is its last year that it exists, but it has plenty of episodes if you want to go back. And that's the Anthropocene Reviewed, and it's just like thirty minute uh, podcast by John Green, where he basically does a video essay or a, a podcast essay on on reviewing different things of the anthropocene such as uh the game monopoly or uh oddlon sign he did a few a few years ago if you know that song which if yeah. you've heard recently you probably, a lot of us have heard recently hot dog eating contest and he writes them on a five-star scale uh and it's really cool. And he's like, at the end, he's like, I give this three stars or I give this four and a half stars. Uh, and it's really good. And it gets into like his history with it or the history of like the polio vaccine and stuff like that or all those different really cool things. Um, it's really calming. As I said, it's one of the few podcasts that actually bring down my level because uh, listening to myself isn't going to do it and you can tell like i do not have the calm voice i don't do calm voices this is why my, i think my tiktok i have a good tiktok voice and you have a good youtube voice because you're much calmer more reserved in your speech patterns and i'm more all over the place like you I have am. to be well, like tiktok likes tiktok just wants you to be here here go 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 done right yeah and that's true i don't think i'm built for tiktok I yeah I, I was thinking about it i was like i don't think you can i don't think way tiktok is now you will ever be successful because you're too calm right yeah i just got texted i apologize if y'all heard that actually i don't it happens life yeah you don't have to be all over the place in youtube and your youtube voice is perfect we just need some more uh tom DeLong stuff yeah well I could do th things on other things at some point, but uh, not in my current location. Um, no. So someday, your podcast of the year, Creep Geeks, just same as last year because, uh, for one, it's like everything. Like, so Greg and Omi are personal friends of mine, right? So there's that. That helps. And they've been doing a lot of traveling, doing the van life, going to paranormal conferences. Um, Basically, I've been living vicariously through them, the podcast this year. Um, so Creep Geeks, for sure. Then, um, all right, Animal of the Year. Animal of the Year. Mm, uh, I have a great one for this. I'm going to go this year. 
Yeah. With dog, my dog has been a great animal companion and mm. uh, beat out cat for the first time ever. Uh, though my daughter yes. really is into giraffes right now, or she likes to call them giraffe, dwarf. Nice. Uh, because two-year-olds don't say giraffe very well, but they say cute. Uh, but yeah, dogs. Dogs, great companions, great walking buddies. I don't have a great, cool, funny one for this. Yours? My animal of the year is the bridled white-eye bird, which was uh, officially declared extinct this year, along with several other species of animals. Um, it was native to Guam and was last seen in 1983 and listed as endangered in 1984. Um, so as of now, it's officially, the, I think the last one that was saw, seen was in the island of Saipan, which is in the Northern Marianas Islands. Um, so what are they memory, called? Bridled white eye birds. They're little cute little kind of white yellowish looking birds. Yeah. But, uh, now extinct, unfortunately, along with several other species, some of which are extinct due to climate change. But this one doesn't seem to be due to climate change. It seems to be more due to uh, growing growing population of brown snakes, I think, in Guam and the Marianas Islands. So. No, it's not that one. Uh, on the Anthropocene, on the Anthropocene Reviewed, they did. He did a, a thing about a bird going extinct, but it was a different bird. Oh, there are several birds that have gone extinct this year. I have an article that lists all of them, and I'll link in the description. One of them's the Bachman's warbler, a yellow-breasted songbird that used to live in the southern U.S. and Cuba, was declared in danger in 1967 and was last unconfirmed sighting in Florida in 1977. So it's officially declared extinct this year. There's a lot of birds and stuff that have gone extinct. So here's a question. Yeah. Um, this is going to get into, I know, how long has this podcast been going on? Oh, an hour and 20 minutes, but it's fine. Okay. Yeah. This gets into some stuff that I have that Donnie, our friend, we haven't mentioned Donnie in a while. Yeah. I feel like, but I he did last episode. Up. Yeah. He did? Yeah. We talked about him. He's always, he's always around. Yep. Maybe literally, I don't know. It'd be kind of weird. Um, I don't, I don't get, I don't like feel his presence. Uh, I don't know if you do, Adam. Mm. So he brought up um, this to me one time and uh, the question just kind of stuck with me. And that was, should we keep animals from going extinct? It depends on why they're going extinct. I think if they're going extinct because of, um, because it's just their time to go extinct more or less like they're the species the overall species is evolving past their variants then fine but if they're going extinct because we're literally killing all of them like a lot of marine life then yeah we should probably do something about that and that that brings up the question though like okay so what we are doing is and this is commonly known animals that look cuter or have better names or names we like more do not go extinct as ugly animals quote unquote uh dogs and cats aren't going extinct anytime soon we like them too much 
uh, uh, cows aren't going extinct because we have use for them. We don't really care what they look like generally, but we have use for cows and deer and stuff like that. There are some things that we'll probably won't have to go extinct because we have use or we think they're cute and cuddly penguins. We love penguins. But the thing is what we're doing is we're making sure that nothing can evolve past us because we're controlling it. We're deciding who does and does not go extinct. And when we allow animals to not go extinct, are we actually inhibiting other animals from evolving more? Is the question. Like, are we just like putting every animal on a certain level and we're putting a blockade over it by not letting natural selection happen? Yeah. Because we are nat nature. Like if we destroy an animal habitat, that's nature. We are nature doing that. We sometimes separate ourselves from nature, but we technically are. Everything we built is natural. This is nature. We've just taken mm. our habitat with it. Yeah. I'm just. We've mm. just taken it. We've I feel like if we're going to. That's where. I feel like, we, that, like, like I said, I think we we are self-aware and in some ways we know the damage that we're causing to our planet and yet we're doing it anyway so if, if we have if, if we have the ability to reflect upon ourselves and recognize the effect the impact that we're having on the environment for other species of animals then shouldn't it be our responsibility to minimize that and to yeah. not yeah. drive other species into extinction like tigers and elephants and yeah. a lot of marine life like we should minimize our impact to the globe by living more uh sustainable lives and not yes right so but yeah, but when we say sustainable and impact to the globe, because we care about our own lives. No, no. Well, like if here's the thing: if climate change goes completely amok and it kills off all the humans, right? The Earth will survive. Oh yeah, and new life will form out of that whatever yeah. the ashes that used to be humanity and it will flourish and it will grow and it'll evolve and it will become intellectual probably yeah cockroaches are going to be thrilled yeah. <laughs> uh and who knows what other animals could survive this stuff uh, that we're going to do uh i don't know if cockroaches would be thrilled to be honest with you because they well, they, they live off us yeah, that's true. Uh, people always talk about cockroaches they live off us when we're gone they're dead i think uh, mm like what 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 doesn't need us it's the things that we're killing off because we don't care for it will be more likely to survive so the non-cute cuddly things that are not useful to humans can have like a chance to survive mussels and uh yeah, well, yeah whatever shark fish yeah. stuff you know certain types of shark like sharks yeah those things don't mean anything to us we, we don't care one way or another mosquitoes we hate mosquitoes. We're very anti-mosquito. They might survive all this. This might be good for them. Yeah. Uh, they'll thrive. But yeah, so it, it's like we care about the planet for our own survival. And let's just be honest here. That's why we care about the planet. That's why it matters. And it does matter if we want our own, if we want ourselves to survive, which I do. Uh, 
but we're not taking care of the planet for the planet's sake. We're taking the care of the planet for our sake. And we're like, we're taking care of the planet for the animals. We're only taking care of the planet for the animals that we want to live. Because those right. are the only animals we care about. Wait, what you're describing is the mindset of most people. And what I'm describing is the mindset of me. So yeah. That's the distinction. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know what the right, I don't think there is necessarily a right answer on this, but I remember Donnie bringing this up. Like we're basically evolving all animals to be under us. We're making sure that no, and that will always be at the top will be the, uh, whatever the top of the food chain is called the alpha. No, not the alpha, the primordial eh, primal. I don't remember what it's called, but anyway, we're at the top. We're the apex. We're the apex predator. Yeah. We are the, yeah, sometimes people get killed by other things, but nothing is as dangerous as us. Right. Uh, right. Which is why aliens are probably just like, let's see how this plays out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Spoiler alert, it's probably not going to end good for us. Yeah. Uh, one of my things about aliens is people like, I wish aliens would come down to earth and just like look at and help us out and like they might be like you know what this is a diseased creation creature out there that's just like shooting at things let's back off yeah it's like scientists scientists do not go into dangerous places unless they're fully protected or they're spraying some calming spray so if you see a big mist that goes around the world and we all kind of be like yeah we're chill because the mist is made out of weed uh then that's when the aliens are coming down like, okay, guys, okay, I'm taking all your leaders and throwing them into the ocean. <laughs> Maybe one day we'll get off this planet and go somewhere else, which brings me to my next superlative here. The, yes. uh, the, the, the planet of the year award. Planet you, of the year. You'd think I'd say Mars, but you'd be, you'd be wrong. My planet of the year is, let me make sure I get it right. Golf Juliet one one three two Bravo. Uh, it's a world located forty one light years away that circles its uh, planet or its parent red dwarf star every one point five Earth days. Astronomers looked at observations of this exoplanet by the Hubble, t- Hubble Space Telescope and found possible signs that the atmosphere currently shrouding the planet was not there when the world formed. So it's building its own atmosphere, um, or it's rebuilding its own atmosphere. One possibility is that the strange new atmosphere could have been created by gases released from molten rock in the planet. So this planet lost its atmosphere and is basically rebuilding its own atmosphere. Like, it's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. I, I, uh, 41 light years away. So you could reach it. If you travel the speed of light in 41 years. Yeah, but we can't really travel the speed of light at this point. But hey, sometime. Yeah. Uh, that's yes. one of the biggest things. Like we're like, we need to get off this planet before we destroy this planet. We're, we're not going fast enough to get off this planet, to be able to successfully get off this planet before oh, climate change will destroy it, unfortunately. Um, so we have to kind of stop climate change here for a bit few hundred years to get ourselves up there but uh to be honest let's just let's be honest here climate change is going to disproportionate we've talked about this disproportionately affect those who are poor and the people who are rich are not going to have much of a lifestyle change because oh, that's the way the world works 
Yeah. Because no. of course. The same way that COVID is disproportionately affecting the poor. So. Yeah. yeah. And depending on the nations, like uh, we talk about how anti-vaccine Americans are. Well, here's the thing. It's like 60 to 70% of all Americans have gotten at least one dose of the vaccine. We're pretty pro-vaccine compared to other countries who have no chance of getting a vaccine yeah. because we've taken them all. Uh, so let's just just remember that. Yeah, we're hanging. We're, I've seen people talk about like Americans are just hanging out with friends. We're not right now. Well, you really probably shouldn't right now because of this new variant. Um, just until you know, just just stay safe until the hospitals can deal with the crunch. That's just the way it's going to be for the next few years. Hold it on when the hospitals are dealing with crunch. Once the crunch goes away, start doing your things again. I'm not an expert, but that just seems like the smart thing. Because with the hospitals go in a crunch and you have a heart attack, they can't admit you because they're already full. But what's your so you plan of the year? Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I got depressing. <laughs> I went all out on that. Um, yeah. My bad. What's your plan of the year, though? Let's go with one that's never get talked about. It's a dwarf planet. I'm going to go with a dwarf planet because all exoplanets could be dwarf planets as well. We don't know. Yeah. Uh, so you know, I'm going to go with. Well, before that, hold on. We'll suspend your, we'll hold yeah. your planet in suspense. Did you know that Pluto is smaller than Australia? Yes. When I found that out, I was like, wow. Pluto, a planet they've known about for centuries. It's smaller than Australia. Century. About a century. Right? When was Pluto discovered? I thought Pluto I was discovered in the I thought that they knew I thought they knew planet. I thought uh, I thought somebody knew that Pluto existed before we actually had evidence that Pluto existed. Uh you mean um let's see, hold on, we're looking at it was discovered in nineteen thirty. Yeah. Okay. Okay. For okay. Century, 1840s. Then. That's what I'm thinking of. Who was is it? Is when they first used math to f figure out that That's there it. was another planet. Yeah. 1840s. So we've known about it for, I guess, yeah, centuries. Uh, we've known it, its location for less than a century. Who was the one that first did the math to find out that it, because it was the gravitational pull that it had on the rest of the planets, right? Around on yeah. uh, Neptune, I think. Yeah. Uh, but Maybe was it did they, because here's the thing I know that they know the gravitational pull. There's a large planet that they think is still out there. Oh, planet X. I thought, I thought they debunked planet X. No, no. The, the, well, I mean, planet, it's not going to come into Earth, but there's a planet out in the Kuiper Belt. I think it's in the Kuiper Belt. It might even be past that. That, uh, that they have evidence based on everything going out there in the uh, Kuiper Belt region and stuff that there should be another large planet out there. Hmm. Uh, but we just can't see it because, you know, space is big. So you just got to point to the right location and it's really hard to do right? to find that exact location. So there might be another planet out there. And I don't know if, uh, because they think like what they've discovered out there is not enough mass to be doing some of the things. Yeah. So, and a lot of this is just math. They're just, they can't, they don't see it. They don't, it's hard to find because you're looking at, 360 degrees and you have to and it's literally um up to like a light light years away right <laughs> at this point right uh, 
And so it's a lot, it's far away. We're looking at like the distance between the earth and sun, like 250 distances away or something like that. Yeah. Billions and billions. I still think it's really cool that Pluto is so small and yet they discovered yeah. it so long ago without the use of the Hubble Space Telescope or any other. They just did math. Yes. That's really awesome. Yeah. And then so. like, wait, there's something moving. Yeah. It's also cool how they figured out how the planets, how they discovered the planets because they were just stars that would do like weird loops in the sky. Right, right. And they're like, well, why is it doing that? And then they realized, oh, it's also revolving around the sun. Yeah. Oh my goodness. It's really cool how astronomy works. Uh, but yeah, the math to figure out all the distances. Um, my planet uh, uh, will go to Makimaki. Uh, it has a cool name. Um, because oh, that's the one that was discovered, discovered in Hawaii, right? Or no, it was not uh, in Hawaii, but it was discovered from a... Was it? Let's see. Makimaki. Uh, is a dwarf planet, in, this is uh, Wikipedia, the second largest Kuiper Belt object in the classical population. It's a little smaller than Pluto. It has a satellite, which is pretty cool. Mm -hmm. um, and why, uh, why I'm giving it to it is it's one of our five known dwarf planets that we have, Eris, Ceres, Makimaki, Pluto, and um, Hamia. Not great on the pronunciation of that one. Anyway, so Makimaki is a dwarf planet. It's really far out. Uh, it's not, I don't think it's the farthest out we found. Is it the farthest out? Anyway, but it's named after the creator God because they like to name them after gods outside of the Roman pantheon. Uh, it's named after the God of the Rapa Nui religion. Uh, and Rapa Nui, as a lot of people better know it as, Easter Island. Right, 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 I've right. Always, Easter Island is such a fascinating and sad story about their growth and then their destruction, which was probably caused not by themselves, as most people will say, but actually by uh, by white dudes coming over and destroying it, as white dudes tend to do. Yeah, that's what we and, did. Yeah, white dudes go over there, destroy uh, a, a population, and then blame it on the people there and write books about how they destroyed themselves. Um, way to go. Way to go, white guys. Why do you got to make it about white people? Why can't you just make it about the, the planet? Let's talk about the planet. So, yeah, okay. Right. So, <laughs> what else? So, where's this thing at? It's in the Kuiper Belt. Is that right? Kuiper Belt. Yeah, it's in the Kuiper Belt. Kuiper Belt, if you are curious, uh, is the region that's right beyond Neptune. It uh, takes 310 years for it to complete its rotation at a 29 degree angle. Oh, so it's not even on the same, like, yeah, the same plane. As... discovered in California. Oh, it was. Okay. There's one of them that was discovered in Hawaii, and they ended up getting like a Hawaiian name. I can't remember what it was. Planets, astronomy. It's fascinating. Uh, yeah, I don't, was it one of our dwarf planets? I don't remember. Yes. I don't remember. Oh, and let's, real quick, as we were talking about Hubble, uh, space. Let's talk about what I think is the greatest thing that happened in 2021, and that is the finally the launch of the James Webb Space Telescope. Hmm. Finally, after like 30 years of planning, I've, it's launched. It's currently making its way out to 1 million miles from Earth in the L2 Lagrange, Lagrange point. Mm -hmm. 
probably mispronouncing that. I did not take astronomy in school, unlike our friend Donnie. If Donnie were here, I took astronomy in school, but I don't remember anything. Yeah. I remember enough to like know enough, but not enough yeah. to like actually know anything. I'm red. <laughs> I just don't know how to pronounce things. And it's yeah. going to be out there and it's Hubble too. It's basically the next Hubble space uh, scope. And so if all goes as well, and so far things have gone pretty well, by June, we'll start getting pictures and they're going to basically be able to look out and see things we've never been able to see because it's going to be so far away from Earth and they have shields up that will get rid of radiation and light pollution. Yeah. Um, so that's going to be cool when it gets there. It's on its way. It launched on Christmas morning. Well, Christmas morning in the U.S., Christmas afternoon in a lot of other places. Awesome. So Maki Maki and so I have an article here about Maki Maki that I'll put in the description. So all of the things we've talked about today. Oh, favorite meal is tacos, by the way, of the year. So I've been eating a lot of tacos. So burgers. I've been eating a lot of really good Nashville burgers. Trying to find the best burger in Nashville. And the best Twitter account is Elon Musk because I mean, you know, you have to have some real uh, uh, real strong power of manipulation to be the richest man on the planet and still uh, have people think that you can relate to them. <laughs> what is their what is their obsession with billionaires and like I don't oh, know, such but it's frustrating. Guys. Yeah, they're yeah. Sorry, he's definitely not a regular guy. Um, yeah, yeah. He called, a, he called a guy who rescued people a pedophile. Allegedly. Um, allegedly, he also likes to sue people. So allegedly, he may not have done that, but yeah. What's your Twitter account of the year? Uh, oh, shoot. What is my Twitter account of the year? I'm going to go with... Um, um, I forgot this one. Just going to be honest. Totally forgot this one. Working on it, working on it, working on it, working on it. Oh, um... Dear. I'm just going to give it to a collective group of people because I think they've done really terrible this year. And that's all the fake Nintendo leakers. Uh, and that's pretty much every, there's a lot, I follow uh, video game Twitter. Mm -hmm. uh, and there are a lot of people who claim to be leakers and they're very obviously fake. Um, I'm not going to name names because I don't want y'all to know it. I, I sometimes just get on there for the fun of it but yeah uh they're so obviously fake they've been debunked and they keep going at it like i told you this stuff it's like now you told me something else and then you deleted your tweets um <laughs> after you were wrong uh but <laughs> it's just like so dumb uh but uh yeah. so all the all the leakers all the all the proclaimed like self-proclaimed insiders who who supposedly leak things they're just doing for clickbait you know what i mean yeah just they're like just trying to get they just want you to like them yeah and they're wrong most half the time and they're right some of the time because they're you know just guessing i had one person i follow on twitter who uh was like this is what's going to happen and instead of saying i i'm a leaker he said i just studied the patterns of video games just a few days worth of research and I figured out how this stuff was, works. 
And so that's what they're doing, or they're getting on 4chan and just spouting off 4chan stuff. So let's give it up to all the fake leakers out there who uh, you trust and you believe and you want to believe because they t- every once in a while they tell you something uh, like a psychic. <laughs> like, I'm hearing news that there might be a new um, um, Skylanders video game coming out. A new game coming. It starts with an S. You might know about you yeah. might know the S. Are there like, oh, I, you, you're, this is my favorite. It's like, I know you all really are waiting to hear news about Breath of the Wild 2, the sequel to Breath of the Wild, but there's going to be another Zelda game coming out. It's like, no, duh, they do that every year. Right. <laughs> like there's, there's been a new Zelda game literally that's come out every year since 2013 uh, in some form or fashion. So you're like, oh, I think there's a new Zelda game coming out. And I bet there'll be Mario game. There, there will be a Mario Kart. A new Mario Kart game is coming sometime uh yeah it's like yes of course mario kart 8 is the best-selling uh mario uh, racing game of all time yeah (laughs) you think they're gonna make a sequel someday yeah of course they are you're not good at this so (laughs) if you want a legit uh one of the year i can give you that too but (laughs) i like to uh it's your it's your superlative you know what i mean just uh just go with it oh poorly aged things i love poorly aged things uh poorly poorly, aged things at poorly aged stuff on uh on twitter that's why i'm going to go with my favorite twitter twitter actual twitter account it's just like things that have aged very poorly yeah um that's political a lot of them are political uh but here's one here's 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 uh one from Kamala Harris on November 2nd, 2020. This was right around the election time. First thing Joe Biden and I will do in the White House is get this virus under control. Yeah. Yep. How'd that work out? Uh, All right, what's your best moment of 2021? Oh, I, I kind of gave it away with it. That. Uh, Let's wrap it up. So I'll just go with what I already said, the James Webb launch nice yeah i said like the best thing of 2021 and it'd be my best moment too i uh i don't have a best moment of 2021 i haven't been paying attention enough to what's going on in the world to point out anything of significance that really matters to me or anyone else and uh it's not that this year has been like you know terrible or anything it's been average yeah good and bad and some in between, oh. but uh, you know, the uh, the new year holds new things for all of us. Holds new things for in pencil. Holds new things for me personally. Moving back to Tennessee, hopefully, Tennessee. new job, new career. Uh, yeah, he apparently went through that with billions he had on that yacht. Yeah, right. Yeah, I wish. If I had billions of dollars, I would never step foot in the United States again. But, uh, yeah. Probably any states. I would just buy a rocket. and I'd buy a rocket and go to the planet I was talking about earlier that's developing its own atmosphere again. To the alligator <laughs> sky? Remember that song, uh, Alligator yes. Sky? Yes. Al City, yes. 
I do remember that terrible remix with the rapper who had the most boring lyrics of all time so, in the song? The rapper version is the original version. The remix is the one where they took the raps out. Yeah. I want to like the rap version so much. It's, he's not a bad rapper. His rapping is perfunctory. Uh, the lyrics are just terrible. They don't, they're a bunch of nonsense. So anyway, 2021. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I will say. You're your I tangents. Say, man, right. I'm a tangent person you can yeah. edit out like all the tangents no, uh, that's fine and here's the thing they don't if you say yeah i'll do that they'll think you edit out a bunch more tangents than you did so, that's oh. true that's true and uh, who knows maybe you do edit them out i don't know because even if i listen to this after it comes live i won't remember half the crap i said because <laughs> you think i keep up with all this i will say something great about 2021 is doing this this is our first full year of doing this we started this back in february of 2020 so it wasn't even a full year yeah 2020 that we yeah we started this before the pandemic <laughs> but slightly um, yeah slightly yeah uh, yeah we were we, we we started our youtube account technically after the pandemic started but we were working on it before the pandemic started um but this is our first full year of actually going through a podcast we opened up a tiktok account and some videos got decent views. Some videos got terrible views. And I don't understand TikTok to understand why. Uh, our YouTube channel has gotten a bunch more subscribers to it yeah. over the past several months, which is wild. So yeah. subscribe to our YouTube at mpencil. No, we're not an at mpencil. Uh, YouTube.mpencil.live. Uh, yeah, that's the shortcut. YouTube page. Yeah. 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 Uh, or follow us on TikTok at mpencil.live. Follow us yeah. on Twitter at mpencil.live. There's no dot on the Twitter one because Twitter usernames don't have dots in them. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So add in pencil live. Yeah. Or in pencil live. Why should it's, we say that it's live? It's live because, well, we never actually go live, but yeah. <laughs> We've never had one live. Well, you can't go live on YouTube unless you have like a thousand subscribers. Yeah. Yeah. And you can't go live on, uh, yeah. We don't have a Twitch account. Uh, we should get a Twitch. We do have a Twitch account. We just never we use do. it. Yeah, we, we do. Yeah, we do. We just never use it. Uh, we need to use Twitch sometime. We can go live on there and play like. So games. I have some. I have some plans for 2022. When I get back and get settled in, I would like to do um, some live stuff and some fundraising stuff for yeah. different organizations, and. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of stuff I want to do within within pencil, and outside of in pencil too. But uh, uh -huh. those plans are yet to be revealed. Ooh, Adam's gonna have a baby. No, that is not gonna happen. <laughs> in pencil is my baby. Yeah, what's well, our baby? Yes. <laughs> <It's> so weird. <laughs> in pencil is our baby. It's weird because I have a baby before in pencil, so yeah. in pencil is like my. Second baby with a different mother, father, <laughs> oh my God, that's so weird. brother. We, we've gone into weird territory on hour number four of this podcast. You uh, know what? It's the last podcast of the year. Well, the first one of the year, but also the last one. It, this is technically the last podcast of 2021 because we're wrapping yeah. up 2021. Wrapping yes. it up, putting a bow on it, calling it done, and uh, looking forward to 2022. Hopefully all things suck less. Hopefully the economy gets better and cost of living stables stabilizes and 
salaries stabilize and people can live uh, meaningful, prosperous lives without having to worry about, uh, you know, all the atrocities that will be committed upon them. Yeah. 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 May the 20s be the 50s. <laughs> May the 20s uh, bring something meaningful yeah. to this. Yeah. I just hope aliens come down and just rescue us all. <laughs> They're not going to rescue us. <laughs> uh, or just put us out of our misery. Um, I don't know if they do that. We might be too entertaining. <laughs> right. You know how people have ant forms? Yeah. Yeah. This is an alien ant farm. It kind of is. Yeah. Nice, nice reference. That was pretty good. Ter yeah. Nice reference to something most of our audience like. I don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> you shouldn't. Nobody if you don't get, get one of our, if you don't get any of our jokes, just try and look up like music and then just type in the words into like Spotify so that you'll find it. Or just Google it. <laughs> or just Google, in Google. It. Do not use Bing. Yeah. No, you have to Google it because Google doesn't want you saying search with Google. They want you saying Google. Google. It's actually the opposite, but yeah. Speaking of which. I'm uh, I'm I'm feeling, I'm liking Google's um, services. I switched to Google Fi from AT and T, uh, and it's it's pretty amazing. So uh, hmm. Google's okay with my book, but I'm not gonna stop saying that I'm searching or that I'm searching something on the internet with Google or that I'm googling. Yeah, so I'm googling. I only use Google as a search engine because you think I would ever Bing something? <laughs> is Bing still could, around? I'm not even sure. Yes, Bing is still around. You could duck, what duck, a, go it. What a dumb name. I just want Ask Jeeves and not just like ask.com. I want Ask Jeeves back. Yeah. I want Jeeves to come out of retirement, though. Jeeves was an old man when he went to retirement about 20 years ago. He's probably dead by now. Well, there is this cool app, um, this cool um, program you can download for your Mac. It's called Alfred. Might as well put a link to it. Yeah. It is basically super. Wait, search. is this still part of a podcast? Yeah, we're still podcasting. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. I thought we were just okay. Yeah. Uh, go ahead. So it's basically like a super search for your computer. So like it literally everything, like everything you can search for. Uh, just just look at Alfred. I'll put a link to it in the description. Um, but no, right here, I don't forget. Is this uh, but, Batman's uh, butler? Basically, it's your butler on your computer, more or less. So, so you don't have to ask Jeeves anymore. You can ask Alfred. No, this program is free, though. This program is free and open source. I think it's open source. But anyway, if that's it, let's just wrap up. What, what, those words wouldn't mean. <laughs> it, it, using Simpsons, I understand all those words, but together they make no sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah all right let's wrap up thanks yes. for listening you've been listening to the 2021 in pencil year in review which took as long as the 2021 <laughs> year yeah all right we thank you for our tangents yes <laughs> listening to our tangents all right have a good one bye-bye life is not written in it we change, we grow, we make mistakes, we learn, and eventually we fade away. 
Life is written in pencil. Thank you for listening to the In Pencil Podcast.